0: Welcome in hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Good day today. Fun stuff today. Uh, the bit breaking news of the day is that Tom Brady, if you're just waking up, uh, has indeed called it a career. He uh, announced his retirement today, uh, kind of doing a care. selfie, <laughs> kind of doing a selfie video, and uh, has indeed walked away from the game. So he is uh, he is calling it a career after uh, seven Super Bowl wins and. A pocket full of rings and a lot of accolades to go along with it he is definitely saying this is it not coming back done not a no you'll always get the tug you know when guys start reporting and you you know you start getting people that want to uh you know want to get together and, and start throwing the football around but uh, he says this is it he's got other things he wants to do and mainly his family so his kids who are now living on the east coast Uh, Let's do this. Let's bring in our guy, Mark Schofield, SB Nation, joining us for a couple of minutes uh, on the hotline. Mark, how are you doing today, bud?
1: I'm doing well, Bill. How are you, my friend?
0: Uh, I'm doing great. So let's start with that, with the announcement of Tom Brady. And uh, I think a lot of us expected it. I think a lot of us, uh, you know, kind of looked at this past season and went, oh, they just don't have enough around him because he can't just carry a team the way he once did. Uh, so I think we, we kind of saw it coming. I know there were some rumors about him possibly going to San Francisco, but he, uh, apparently to him, he was like, look, if it's not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm not going anywhere else, that's it, so I'm done. And uh, this past year certainly pro- uh, per- professionally and personally took a toll on him, so this was not unexpected.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think taking a step back and looking at it, you know, the way you sort of framed it there, it makes a ton of sense. I mean, I was still sort of coming into the idea – and I actually wrote this a couple of weeks ago that, look, you know, he doesn't want it to end like this. You know, he, he's still got people that think he can't play at a high level. He's going to come back. And that might have been more sort of denial on my part than anything else, because, like you said, it's been a very difficult year for Tom Brady, both on the field and off. And even on the field, you know, there are reports in recent days that, you know, he was struggling to sort of keep weight on. You know, while we watched him during the season, it was clear that, you know, for whatever reason, he wasn't the same in the pocket the way he once was, you know, seemed a little bit more shall we say, look at the shy away from contact is the way I would put it. you know, Brady was obviously not the most mobile or athletic of quarterbacks, but he would always be able to move around in the pocket, create space, and was willing to take hits. He didn't seem to have that sort of same willingness to stand in there at times when he needed to. He would get her out of his hands quickly, he would sort of you know, do what he had to do to avoid contact. And so, you know, with taking the ability to sort of take a step back and look at the entirety of the year, I think this makes the most sense. And, you know, it was a fantastic run, a fantastic career. And now we see sort of the changing of the guard at the quarterback position in the NFL.
0: The, uh, the most decorated, certainly, quarterback of all time, without a doubt. Um, but I, and I don't like to get into the Mount Rushmore crap because that's all speculative. But I, I know that Joe Burrow is being compared to him and like Joe Montana right now. There's nothing flashy. There's nothing over the top. It's not like arm strength that throws at 70 yards or the, the surgical preciseness of, say, what Rodgers does. He just knew how to win. And do you see any of that transfer over to when they keep talking about Joe Burrow and what he's doing to what a young, uh, you know, uh, Tom Brady did in his career?
2: You know, I think there are certainly some sort of, shall we say, like play style similarities between, you know, that lineage of quarterbacks, because obviously... Brady grew up a 49ers fan. That was part of the reason there was a lot of speculation in recent days about him perhaps going to San Francisco. Sort of emulated his game after Montana, and now in Burrow, you could see some of the same, you know, traits at the position: the pocket movement, the footwork, the quick decision making, the accuracy. I mean, he's, you know, perhaps the the next version of that style of quarterback. And as we've seen over the past. 4 or 5 6 years maybe the trend towards athleticism at the position the trend towards you know what can you do outside of the pocket what can you do off of structure what can you do in the run game there's this idea that you know the day of the drop back pocket passer is perhaps behind us or at least will be behind us for a period of time As we see the football, the game of football at the NFL level go through the various cycles that it does. Burrow, in some ways, is sort of a flashback to that sort of pocket passer. And it's not to say that he isn't athletic because he is. He can do some things in the run game, he can do some things outside of the pocket. But where he perhaps is at his best or where he sort of stands out is with that pocket poise, that footwork, the accuracy, the things that, you know, certainly led to Montana's career and, the success that he had, the things that led to Brady's career, and the success that he had. Now, does Burrow get to that level? There's a long way to go before he gets there. But he seems to be the next version of that sort of pocket passer that we thought might have sort of left us behind as the game has evolved over the past couple of years.
0: The uh, let's go to the game coming up, and that is the Super Bowl. And uh, you got Kansas City and Philadelphia. Uh, a lot of things point in Philadelphia's direction. I think they're the all-around team they picked up in Dominican and Sue, Linval Joseph. They bolstered that defensive front, uh, a defensive front that not only do they want to get after it, but they have a reputation for being a little bit uh, – they walk right up to the line of, of aggressiveness. If I'm Patrick Mahomes coming back off that ankle injury, I, first of all, I would probably think that they're going to come after me hot and heavy, and if they get a chance to take a shot, they probably will. Uh, but who do you see winning this game, and how aggressive do you go after Mahomes early on in this one?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you do sort of give the edge team-wise, you know, to the Philadelphia Eagles, like you said, perhaps the most complete team in the NFL. We've talked about that a lot this year. First, sort of just on the NFC side is the Eagles being the most complete team, the team that could beat you a number of different ways. Now, as we approach, you know, the Super Bowl, it's the same sort of argument. They look to be the most complete team. But if you're going to give the, the Chiefs an edge, you know, a couple of different areas, one of them is perhaps quarterback. You know, Mahomes has been there before. He has won a Super Bowl. He remains, you know, if not the best quarterback in the league, certainly in the top two or three, however you sort of stack them in your mind. And Jalen Hurts has had a fantastic MVP-level season, but Mahomes remains sort of the benchmark at the position. And so sometimes in a game like this, it might just come down to that position and the the way that the two players play in that position fair on Super Bowl Sunday. I think if you're Jonathan Gannon, you know the main thing you want to do with Mahomes, and you know having tried to get into the heads of defensive coordinators and head coaches who have tried to go up against Mahomes before, it's a tough assignment. It's a tough task, but you really want to sort of mix things up as much as possible. I do think you want to come after him at times. Uh, I do think you want to sort of test him early you know, see how that ankle is. But as we saw on Sunday, even with an injured right ankle, he still plays an extremely high level. Even on that injured right ankle, he moved well in the pocket, the run at the end of the game. I know all of the focus has been the penalty, the holding or non holding calls. But you saw when he needed to, he could move well. And so I think you want to try to pressure him and test him out a little bit, but I don't think you live and die by going after Patrick Mahomes. You're going to want to change it up. You know, drop seven, eight in coverage at times. You're going to mix up your coverage, your zone, man, match coverages. Try to, you're not going to confuse him because he's seen everything at this point, but you want to at least make him hold on to the ball an extra second or two. And I, I think that's the task of Wade and Jonathan Again, one of the things that he has at his disposal is the fact that they're one of the best teams in the NFL this year at just getting pressure with four. You saw what Hassan Reddick and how he sort of changed that NFC championship game. They can get pressure with four. I know it's an easy thing to say, get pressure with four and you can win, but the Eagles can do that. They've done it all year long, and I think that's going to be their recipe on Super Bowl Sunday.
0: The uh, well, the the other thing with the the Kansas City Chiefs is the fact that Juju Smith-Schuster, Justin Watson, Tony Hardman—they're all the wide receivers are banged up. All they got left is MVS and I think Sky Moore right now that are completely 100 percent healthy. Everybody else is banged up. You got to wait and see who's even going to be there. You know?
2: Yeah, I mean he was throwing a Marcus Kemp uh, at the end of the AFC Championship game, and I had to look up who, you know, I did who's Marcus Kemp. You know, and yeah, he, he was doing it with a patchwork group of receivers. And so, you know, health is going to be a storyline. I mean, there's no shortage of storylines headed into the Super Bowl, but the health of not just Mahomes, but the people around him is going to be critical. But from what we've seen from this Kansas City Chiefs offense this year, right, their ability to adapt. Tyreek Hill goes to Miami. How are they going to generate explosive plays? It's something that, you know, we talked about back in the summer, headed into this season. How are they going to generate explosive plays? They found ways that it starts with 15, and it certainly doesn't hurt to have 87, perhaps the best tight end of the game, on this, on this field at the same time.
0: Talking with Mark Schofield of SB Nation, at Mark Schofield, if you want to find him over on uh, Twitter. Uh, what now, now, there's two different narratives to take away from this game, depending on who wins. If Andy Reid gets his second Super Bowl uh, with Patrick Mahomes and obviously what he's done in his career and taken two different teams, these two teams, to Super Bowls and such, it just adds to his legacy. It just extends it. Otherwise, it makes him look, if he loses this game, is it, hey, you've been, you, you got one, but you've been able to knock on that door, but you just, that, that it's not happening. You know what I mean? Does it, does it affect him uh, legacy-wise one way or the other if indeed he does or doesn't get a win?
2: I, it's an interesting question, Bill. I actually hadn't really thought about this yet, but I do think if he wins, it's sort of that, all right, he, he's up there with perhaps some of the best coaches we've seen. If he loses, I don't think it. You know, it is something that sort of knocks the, the shine off of Andy Reid and his coaching resume because certainly, look, five straight AFC championship games – You know, at Arrowhead Stadium, it seems like that for at least the the present and the near future, AFC sort of runs through Kansas City. You know, the the fact that he's been able to now get two different teams to, you know, multiple championship games as he did with the Eagles, now two Super Bowl, three Super Bowl appearances with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I, I think he's got an impressive coaching legacy. And I think it's also important that as we talk about Patrick Mahomes and the way he plays the position and, you know, the legacy and the resume that he's building, I mean, I've seen some people say, you know, if he retires at the end of the season with his second Super Bowl, he's probably a Hall of Famer already. Andy Reid has a huge part in that, you know, because we hear, you know, other teams might have drafted Mahomes. We heard recently again that the Bears were, you know, the Mahomes family thought that the Bears were going to draft him. If Patrick Mahomes goes to some of these other potential Landing spots, he's probably still a good NFL quarterback, but I think landing in Kansas City and playing for Andy Reid and what Reid does as a coach, you know, which both play design and development, the quarterback position, that's a huge part of Reid's legacy too. So I think even if they lose this game, you know, Mahomes is going to go on and have a Hall of Fame type of career and Andy Reid deserves some credit for that.
0: We talked about the Super Bowls that Tom Brady has won and obviously talked about legacies. I want to touch real quick on Aaron Rodgers, and he is still uh, kind of waiting to make his decision. I know he said yesterday that uh, he doesn't you know, want to say anything and overshadow what's going on between the Eagles and the uh, Chiefs, so I would assume, and I said probably at the end of February is when we're going to finally hear something, but what does it mean if Aaron Rodgers comes back and does not get another Super Bowl in the next couple of years and he still walks away with a with a Super Bowl, still walks away as one of the best technical quarterbacks ever, but Hall of Fame career and only one Super Bowl to show for it, versus say he comes back, not only gets one with the Packers, becomes the most decorated Green Bay Packer quarterback in the Super Bowl era, and uh, then walks away after that. How much of a legacy difference is there if he does or does not get one more
2: Super Bowl? I mean, Bill, I, I don't think it's that much of a difference, but that second pathway, you know, retiring with another ring, you know, as you said, the the, the winningest quarterback in a, a storied franchise history that dates back to, you know, Bart Starr, a jersey I have hanging in my closet upstairs. I mean, that's the dream, ending, right? You no, know, that's the sort of Disney script that we often want to see from quarterbacks, and John <laughs> Elway got to live that. We thought Brady might, but he did it. You know, if Rodgers comes back to Green Bay and they put it together another run and he goes off into the sunset with another Lombardi trophy, that's the dream ended. If it ends now or if it ends with him taking the – New York Jets to the playoffs but losing in the AFC Division around after a 10-7 and seven season or something like that. I don't think it really changes his legacy too much. I think it's pretty well established. Like you said, one of the best technical quarterbacks of all time, somebody that when people say, hey, this is how you want to play the position, you put up Aaron Rodgers' film and you say this is the way you play the quarterback position. It doesn't knock that off too much, but I think in terms of that storybook type of ending, yeah, coming back to Green Bay and winning one more, that's the way to end it.
0: Mark, always a pleasure, bud. We'll talk to you again next week leading up to the show. Are you going to be out there? Are you going to be out in Arizona? I'm
2: I'm not going to be out there in Arizona. I hear you're going to be out there with, a, with Busy Slate. So enjoy Radio Row, my friend. We will. It's going, be, got to, it's
1: going to be crazy.
0: All right, bud. We'll talk to you again next week, okay?
2: Sounds good, Bill. Have a good one.
0: Talk to you soon. There you go. Mark Schofield, SB Nation, joining us for a couple of minutes. On the hotline, great to get a chance to kind of chat and kind of bounce a few things off of him. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. And we'll hear some of the uh, the last couple of comments we didn't get to in the last hour regarding Aaron Rodgers from yesterday. Uh, we'll hear that coming up here in, in just a little bit as well. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there. In New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. They have a 98% success rate, which is fantastic, all but guaranteeing the fact that they can help you. And they have an all-in-one weight loss program that's new, it's better, it's improved, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to jumping on it when I get back. I've already been on the one that I used to do, and I'm down now 11 pounds, which is awesome uh, because it's exactly what I wanted to do going into Arizona and the, the food and the parties and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but when I get back, it's right back at it, into the new box, into the new system. And I'm looking forward to telling you more about it. But they say the the weight just drips off. So if you're looking at yourself and thinking T-shirt season, I mean, spring's only, what, 45 days-ish away? And, you know, summer's going to be here before you, before, you know, long. Get back into T-shirt weather, you know, kind of body, so to speak. Go ahead and give our friends at NewMail a call. 414-455-4451. Anywhere. Anywhere they can tell you the location nearest you. 414 455 4451. 414 455 4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Just call them and give them a shout. More on the Bill Michael Show next.
1: Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Three of the Bill Michaels show. The big news of the day: Tom Brady, seven-time Super Bowl champion, calls it a career. No! And yeah, Tom Brady, forty-five years old. Um, man, what a career, though! What a career when you think about it in the grand scheme of things. Announces he's retiring. Six-time All-Pro, three-time NFL MVP, fifteen Pro Bowls. 5 times Super Bowl MVP and seven rings to jingle-jangle-jingle jingle in the pocket.
3: There you go. That's it. Bill, the the tones around some of this stuff I find funny, though. What do like you mean? You have, I, everyone's talking about him retiring like a you-know-where-you-were-when-it-happened kind of situation. Mm-hmm, we're right. talking on Good Morning Football. I saw the clip on Twitter. They're acting like he, he like passed away or something. I know, right? It's like he retired. Come on. People are crying. I'm like, <laughs> what? He's already what retired once. We did this last year. He sucked right. this year. And now he's retired. Like, it's fine. It's, it's like, is football no more? Because, to, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. We
0: got two Super Bowl teams playing next weekend. And neither of them have Tom Brady on it. I mean, I, I was watching this morning. And it was like this emotional thing, and you know, and I'm like, what? What the hell? I mean, I even said, uh, now uh, let me preface this: Kristen is from the East Coast originally. She only moved here about six, seven years ago, and um, from the Rhode Island area. But her dad still has forty yard line, ten yards back, season tickets behind the uh, the, the Patriots bench. I mean, Patriots fan forever. Tom Brady's are. I dude, don't care. You know? Right? Right? So I was telling her this morning, I'm like, you know, hey, uh, I don't know if you heard, but Tom Brady just retired. And she's, she can be very hard. Um, She's like, oh, oh, again? Yeah, okay. And she went, oh, but he's had a great career. Congratulations to him, this and that. And then I'm watching and I'm talking to her while I'm watching this. And I said, oh, my God, people are crying. She goes, well, it is the end of an era. And I had to think about that for a minute. for, For anybody that say... Is 30 years old or younger, all you've known is the greatest quarterback of all time is Tom Brady. Yep, like myself. That's it, frankly. Yeah, that's it. Because, you know what, 23 years he played in the league? And the success going all the way back to beating the greatest show on turf? And, and, and what they did to the Rams and the improbability for them to do that? coming off of the tuck rule game, going on to the uh, AFC championship to play the Pittsburgh Steelers after that. Um, I, you know, I, and, and I had to think about it. I thought, yeah, okay, you're right. And I tend to forget because I'm 56 years old. So I have seen Montana play. I saw Bradshaw play. I saw Staubach play. You know, I saw Favre play. I can go through this. I saw Dan Marino play, even though he didn't get a Super Bowl. I saw Marino play. I've seen all these terrific quarterbacks and, uh, you know, go back to Dan Fouts. You know, we had Boomer Esiason. You know, it's, uh, these these terrific quarterbacks that all had different facets and different games, and the game emerged. It was no longer the three yards in a cloud of dust, run it down your throat game, and suddenly Air Coryell came about, and Dan Fouts was winging it all over the place, and they were running five wides and spread sets, and you'd never seen that before. It, it, the game morphed, and then Montana and Walsh just became – the benchmark for class and supremacy and domination, and then it got transferred from there over to Seaford. and Seaford had uh, Steve Young, and it just, it continued on, and it, it was just, you know, but then came Brady, and all you've known is the domination of Tom Brady. It was basically, it was the Tom Brady Bowl, and if you were lucky enough to get there and, and beat him, that's one thing, uh, but what do he go to? Ten Super Bowls, I think, in his day. Ten. So almost half of his career he spent in championship games, which is amazing. And won seven of them. This is from the NFL Network earlier this morning talking about Brady.
3: This is a, a huge moment, not just for Tom Brady, not just for the NFL, but, like, for all of us. You know, Look. Uh, people remember where they were when JFK was assassinated. You remember where you were with 9/11. Can I tell you something, Can I you some real quick. He, his first start was a week after 9/11. That's how long ago he's been playing. I was, I came out the same year as him, 2000, and he's still playing. 23 years. That's a long time. But I'm going to remember this. Like I'm going to remember who I'm, I'm with. Uh, Kyle's going to remember he was in Vegas. Um, you, you're going to remember where you were when Tom Brady announced his official retirement. I for a second I, time <laughs> i mean come on I, what are we yeah, doing? yeah
0: i i don't look tom brady for his career his accomplishments what he's done the accolade all everything's well deserved well deserved but it wasn't you know it, it's it's not a remembering where you were the moment you heard It's, it's no, one of those days is when I was laying in bed, getting out of bed that morning when nine 11 happened that I remember, I'll never forget that day. It it will, it's etched in my mind for the rest of my life. When Tom Brady retired, I could have been in the shower, washing my junk. It was like, okay, I kind of saw it was coming. It just happened today. Who cares? He deserves all the accolades, but he didn't die. I, I I agree with you. Maybe it's just I'm hard. I, I don't know. But I, I just, I don't, I, you know, I don't know.
3: He's so also get- going to be on television in front of our faces right? every Sunday for every day for the rest of our lives. Right. It's not like he's going into hiding. Like if Rodgers retires, there could be a sense of, okay, we might not hear from him as much. Brady's going to be front and center until he's until he can't do it anymore.
0: He's got a $350, $375 million deal with Fox to start doing games. He, he's, he, you know, he's back. All he's doing is he's not playing anymore. But he'll be here. Analyzing, talking, whatever it is they're paying him to do, he'll be doing it. You better believe it. But <laughs> the dude didn't die. It wasn't like, you know... I remember when Kobe Bryant died. I remember exactly where I was. I was standing in line uh, going through security down in Miami for Radio Row in the Super Bowl. I'll I'll never forget that. You know, when I heard all about that, you know, that I remember. But Tom Brady retiring,
3: eh, you know, like I said, I could have heard it from the bathroom. Who knows? (laughs) Also, I mean, not to be this guy. You know, there's always the people that when someone retires, they bring up a wrongdoing they had in the past.
1: And I always hate
3: those people. Cause they, it's like just not the time to do it. But in this case, I guess I'll be that guy. You know, a little bit of cheating throughout the career. Um, there's always going to be
0: Deflategate that's going to hound him, and the one piece of specificity that he can never escape, and he will. Because ne- you bring this up, you bring this up to Kristen. It, it's like we're sleeping in separate rooms. It, it's just you know. It's downstairs on the couch versus, you know, upstairs in the bed. Uh, is deflate gate. And if he was not guilty, why did he immediately smash the phone?
3: We all smash you know our I mean? phones, Bill. What, you don't so, do that
0: normally? I mean, I, I guess if I'm Tom Brady, I get rid of my phone that way. I understand it. But, you know, I in today's day and age, all you gotta do is hit you know, factory reset, and everything's gone. But it's in a cloud, and that cloud transfers to your new phone. I think we've all done that. We've all got a new – as a matter of fact, I i don't want to do it before I leave, but I might have to. I dropped my phone for like the third time, and I, I have never broken a screen on my phone from the first day I've ever had a cell phone, and it, now it's happened three times in a year. I dropped it the other day, and sure enough, it landed on a little piece of uh, uh, of uh, salt, Somebody, you know, thrown some salt down and where it landed, it landed on a piece of salt. Split the split the screen. Sorry
3: Sounds to skirt. hear that. Yeah, I know. I remember where I was when it happened, though. <laughs> that probably ruined your day more than Brady retiring, right?
0: Oh, it did. It did because I had just had the screen treated. Now I will say this: the screen did not shatter because I've had two phones in the last two year in the last year shatter. This one I had that coating put on it that they. They spray on it and then they wipe in. They leave it set, and then they wipe it off, and it supposedly strengthens your screen so it doesn't shatter. And all it did was take a little round nick chip out of the screen and had one little crack across the top in it. But unfortunately, when you slide your thumb across it, it it's it's glass. It's it's sharp glass. It cuts your thumb. So I'm like, eh, I'm probably gonna have to get rid of the get rid of the phone. I'm just I, I got to move on. I got to upgrade too. I've had this phone now for I think like seven years, something like that, six or seven years.
3: Man, we got to get you an iPhone. All this green text message
0: stuff. I don't like it. No, I'll never get an iPhone. I've had both, and I'm I'm an anomaly because it doesn't happen this way. Uh, For those that have iPhones, you love them, you cherish them, and you've bought all the gear for them, and you're not going to get rid of it because you don't want to change over to Android and you don't want to buy new gear. I won't ever buy an iPhone because iPhones are exclusive, and I won't ever do that. Not to mention, my Android is unbelievably compatible with my HP computer. And they talk to each other, and it's awesome. And I can plug my phone in to any laptop, anywhere, download, do whatever I need to do. iPhones are unique. iPhones work with Mac. They, they're not friendly with anything else. Uh, you can get them to work, but it takes a lot more work to do it. Whereas uh, an Android will work with anything. It just does. Uh, same thing with a Google phone, although I, I'm not a fan of Google phones. But and the fact that I do use it for social media, um, Android Samsung is what I have. Absolutely positively blows away the picture taken and the vid- The picture taking and the video quality of any iPhone I've ever seen, even the one that I had that was supposedly so advanced, because Androids, uh, specifically Samsung, they work with. I think it's either Nikon or Canon, one of the two. Um, they work with them on developing. They, they know their limits. They're like, you know, we'll, we'll stay in our lane. We know phones, but we got to find a, a company that makes cameras, really good, high-quality cameras to put in our phone, whereas iPhone makes their own, and they've never really overcome what the ability is for videos and such with Androids. I know they add features and such, don't get me wrong, but uh, it, it hands down, whenever whenever we're out, even the people with iPhones go bill you take the pictures your pictures are so much better than ours hands down and because we do social media for a living um i that's another that's another reason i won't ever i uh, won't ever do it uh 8778671670 uh let's go to rod rod welcome to the program man what's going on
1: well it's just uh, having a good time out here uh, sitting outside in 14 below zero weather right here on top of a mountain in minnesota Holy macro man but,
0: uh, on a mountain! Are you are you <laughs> praying to something or they're meditating?
1: Are you what are you doing? No, I'm just looking to see if any deer are running across the field out in front of me. Ah, uh, okay, I, I a gotcha. herd of them yesterday, but that was uh, early nice. in the morning. Nice. But uh, anyhow, I'm uh, this is W uh, R D, honorably uh, Discharge, U S M C and seventy seven, and uh, I know that uh, I'll be sixty four in uh, in March and. You and me and the, probably the rest of the, a lot of people sat there and played football when we were younger, and everybody wanted to be a quarterback. And uh, it just amazes me that 50-some guys on the team, they only got three of them that know how to sit there and throw a ball. You know what I mean? They, right. they should sit there and the last guy that called, uh, they should sit there and at least check at least 10 of them out to see how they could throw a ball if they could sit there and hit something. I mean, mm-hmm. it just amazes me that they only got three of them that can actually do something.
0: No, I I understand that uh, completely. First of all, thank you for your service. I certainly appreciate that, uh, and hopefully you see your hurt again. Uh, but Rod, listening to us on a mountaintop, on a mountaintop, I I get it. But in today's day and age, with passing being what it is, and the ability to put the ball in such an incredibly small window, read defenses. I you know, I I understand it. I get it. There, it's it's it is an art, and if you're going to carry the extra one, you should at least be able to suit up your third string inactive quarterback and then if indeed he is called upon then but but at that point no one else is allowed to come back in the game to play quarterback so it's not like your guy leaves and he comes back after getting shot up in the locker room i mean once the guy's out there he's out there so that, that's the that would be the rule that would be the only rule change i would give i would give Uh, And by the way, uh, they say, uh, Matt says, an OtterBox works. I do have an OtterBox on my phone, but it landed screen down right on that little nugget of of salt, and that's what popped it. But I agree with you. My OtterBox, love the thing. Love the thing. Uh, Stay tuned. we got a lot more coming up. We'll get back to the phone calls coming up next. Got Dan and Green Bay to start out after that. Gotta cast the thousands eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Don't forget about our friends Wisconsin Harley Davidson. They've got all kinds of things coming up, special events, kind of to get you into the mood. Because I know right now we're all sitting here dreaming of summer days, riding. The sun's out today. You're picturing it to be ninety degrees rather than ninety below degrees, and we're all hoping for uh, riding weather sooner rather than later. And the new bikes are rolling in. The twenty twenty threes are rolling in, and you want to get look uh, a look at the anniversary bikes, the trikes, whatever it happens to be. You're looking. For for it they've got it stop out wisconsin harley-davidson highway 67 in oconomowoc and if you want to get some more information look at the inventory go to wiss W-I-S-H-D.com. w-i-s-h-d.com
1: covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michaels show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network the bill michaels show podcast listen rate subscribe